Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. And go. There's nothing better than hearing that word. Which one? And? Go. Oh. Which indicates to me it's time to start the greatest podcast in board game media history. Don't gesticulate your head away from the microphone at all times. I don't. I do it occasionally for effect, and I think that it adds a bit of variety. Doppler effect? (laughs) The Doppler effect is very interesting. Because people often think, like, when we drive the ambulance, we learn about the Doppler effect. Uh-huh. Because you can be driving 60 mile an hour, and you are outrunning the sound of your siren. So you can't be behind somebody expecting them to pull over, thinking that they are hearing your siren. So that's really why the ambulance is driving so slow. No. That and safety. That and safety. We are- I'm Gavi, the primary host that they're talking is Jerry, also today with us. A special once guest! A- once again... Hello, it is hot. Enrique, Enrique, why do we have you on this show? Uh, well, apparently I am a fan favorite amongst some people. So You are. Frankie loves you. Frankie? Frankie is going to come on the show one of these days. <laughs> you keep saying that, but yet he's never been on. I've never invited Frankie because Frankie is... Now Enrique will try to explain something. Wow, you really just went all out on that. I paid a British woman eight pounds (laughs) to record that on Fiverr, which is very misleading because Fiverr is five dollars. Eight pounds is like thirteen dollars to us, isn't it? I don't do exchange rates very well. So that cost me a lot of money to have some British woman recite that so that you could then speak on our show. What are you gonna what are you gonna talk about, Enrique? Not too sure. What's something you've been doing recently that would be of interest? Nothing. I want to know why I'm wearing a sweater and you are sleeveless. <laughs> I would like to know why I'm holding your hand in a very awkward manner. And why is your like fingers just, the like, digging into my fingers? I'm sorry. If you it's don't, called love and care. If you don't want to hold hands while we podcast, that's <laughs> fine. You know, physical touch gives you oxytocin. A and drug that fuels your brain with good feelings. And now Jerry's holding my hand, and oxytocin is flowing yeah, through but me. Yeah, like, don't you feel his I was, nails? And then if I do like this. Dig, don't do that. Those are my knuckles. I'm rubbing his knuckles with my thumb. Thumb rubbing them knuckles. I was asked Your to hands are particularly... Rough. Soft? Not rough, but I dry. Have a, I have a skin condition. Yeah, what is your skin he condition? Sweat. He it's, has no moisture. Exfoliative keratolysis. <laughs> and there's no ribbon for that. There is no marches. There are no walks. It is something that you must suffer in silence. Suffer in silence. Which I do. And as someone who is just destined to suffer. You rarely suffer in silence, though. You let us know loudly. I want everybody you're dealing with. to know what I'm dealing with, mainly because I think that ingratiates them to me. It helps. It makes me self-deprecation. Maybe it is. It also helps them to view me as a person because I am a person. You're a person. People helping people. That is the people helping people. That's where my wife works. Yes. Your wife works at a bank. 
And she helps people all the time. That is the theme of her bank. People helping people, which is the dumbest theme ever. (laughs) Like, what's the the opposite? Who who else is going to help you? Aliens. Animals helping people. I mean, that could be the case if you have a service service animal. Or a service animal. Kangaroo. A service kangaroo. I bet they have those in Australia. They don't. There's no such thing. Come here, boy. Bouncy, 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 bouncy. Fun, 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 fun. Roger. I would name him Roger if I had a kangaroo. Roger was the one that was like super jacked. That was a kangaroo. That was super jacked. I love the fact that kangaroos can get jacked. Dogs can get jacked. Cats can't get jacked. Uh, Big cats can. I've never seen a jacked cat. I have seen a jacked cat. Where? There are muscular cats in the wild. I have never. Oh, well, not now. If you look at their. I think what would you call that? Their breast muscles? Pecs. You do, don't have those. <laughs> do cats, do I have has, them. They're just not prominent. Memories. <laughs> memories. All alone in the milk light. That's a great song. Enrique, he wears sleeves as if to pre, pre, purport that he has muscles. No, sleeveless. This, this is all flab, sadly. Enrique, why do you prefer the sleeveless shirt? It's just, it's something I have mainly. Is it sensory? Sensory. Yes, it's something that bothers you if you wear sleeves. If I bought you a turtleneck, would you wear it? I wouldn't know. I I guess I would. It's just, I've never actually worn a turtleneck before. Tactical. There are such things as tactical turtlenecks. I learned about them from a friend of mine who was a police uh, law enforcement officer. You hide a knife in your neck? Well, no, no, it I think covers just, your neck. So oh, it has to not be penetrated. It's like a Batman belt it, around like, your neck? Like a Kevlar. Yeah. So, a Kevlar neck. Well, neck grappling hook so engage. So, well, bas- so, so basically, it would, it would like the, the tactical turtleneck would like have what kevlar or something right pre- pre- prevent someone from slicing your neck well You're correct and, and mainly Ooh, for like kind of dark and for mainly like stray bullets of some type like mainly. batman if somebody shot batman in the jaw and the mandible area he'd that they get he'd be yeah. dead that's the one area that no more shot. mastication for him no why do you think that that's like they always shoot him in like the chest area the most protected areas well, it's stupid. It, well, it, it's because it's a bigger body mass. It's easier to hit. Well, true. But I mean, that's, John Wick's going to hit him right in that jaw. John Wick versus Batman. No, who John, wins? John Wick would go for the body. No, no. The, Have you seen John Wick? Yeah, the he ever goes for the body. Tackle. It's headshot. Headshot. John Wick versus Batman. Who wins? Ooh. <laughs> Oh, I've produced a good question. John Wick, which, by the way, is my favorite uh, celebrity line of candles, um, next to Gwyneth Paltrow's brand, Goop. Gwickless Paltrow. John Wick. Wickless. Get it? Yes. <laughs> Everyone got it. Okay. I was making sure you didn't laugh. So I was making sure you got my joke because nobody laughed at my John I Wick. I thought you candles. were just saying whack. Uh, yes. Okay. No, I got it. You got it. You just didn't laugh. You didn't appreciate it. That's fine. No, because you've made it before. Here's why John Wick would win. Because John Wick is obviously the everyday man, whereas we can't actually relate to Batman because he is the 1%. He's a billionaire. He's a billionaire. 
He drives a Mercedes Batmobile. And he like he's got all those wonderful toys. I am enthralled to see our Pat, Robert Pattinson. Uh, it's 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 going to be a make or break. Like it's either going to be the best. And this is my thing. It's either going to be the best Batman of all time or the worst. I really like Paul Dano and the fact that Paul Dano is the Riddler and the fact that Colin. Farrell is the penguin. That is amazing to me. Who's Catwoman? I forget. Uh, it's not uh, Zionde. It's uh, it's it's as a American woman. His daughter. Uh, My uh, favorite Jewish rock star. Uh, Are you I talking can't think about of his name. Fly? Are you no. talking about Lenny Kravitz? Lenny Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. Really? I didn't. His daughter. Know that. Really? Lenny and Halle, I love Lenny. Lenny and Halle. I want to fly away. <laughs> Lenny and Halle Berry had a baby. I, think? I lost my frequent flyer miles. <laughs> I can't fly away. I can Uber away at sixty miles an hour. The daughter of actor musician Lenny Kravitz. Oh my bad. My not Halle Berry. Lisa Bonet. I don't know Bonus. She, yes, you do. She was the attractive daughter of Bill Cosby in The Cosby Show. Oh, I do know the Bonet. Lenny Kravitz and Lisa Bonet had a, a beautiful daughter, and her name is Zoe Kravitz. Highly attractive Very young lady. Nice. She, that is, I, I, I love Lenny Kravitz. He was the Elvis of our era. <laughs> was he? Yes, he was. He was compared to Elvis when he first came out. But unfortunately, he's very... Um, not eccentric, but his music is one of not. His music sounds very seventies ish. That's the words I was looking for. Seventies <laughs> ish. Thank Those you. Are the words, Enrique. You don't know Lenny Kravitz, do you? I do not. Not personally. No. If you did, I would like you a lot more. <laughs> but I find it fascinating that there is an age group where people do not understand not only the musical preferences of a certain generation. But also, they completely do not know of these artists. Like, Sharday, your goddaughter. Correct. She what? Is, she's on a particular podcast called The Board Game Stomp. Not The Board Game Stomp. <laughs> the ours? No, she's, she's on, on here ours. right now? She's on the other one. She's been quiet as a... She's nerd. on the other one. What's the other podcast? Disagreeable she's- Nerd. Yeah. But Sharday often doesn't remember or even know of people that are... Incredibly popular, right? Which bugs in, me in pop culture beyond the modern times, like modern times being two thousand and three. <laughs> Pretty much, I mean, yeah, that's when she was born. So, do you think there'll ever be a time in board gaming where oh, people? Well, where, well, 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 where's my hard merge button? <laughs> And now, a hard merge into board games. That's why I paid Reese Witherspoon 13 pounds to do that. (laughs) I love Reese Witherspoon. (laughs) Witherspoon. I love her. I have his list. (laughs) Sorry. Your list shows up every now and then, and I've noticed that. Well, no, my list leaves. It shows up especially when you had alcohol. This is Jack Daniels. Why Why are you hanging on me? Um... Do you think there'll ever be a time where people will look in terms of board games and they'll be like, I don't remember this game. I don't know this game. I don't appreciate this game. Like Ticket to Ride. Or Catan. 
Correct. So I taught Ticket to Ride to some teenagers here the few weeks ago. 20 years from now. And they completely acted like... Yeah, I mean, that's an interesting thing. Like like video games. Like, you remember, like, the time period of... And Super Mario Brothers spoke to me. Right! Like, having a Nintendo... Mm-hmm. And going, this is amazing. Do you not did did you not relish the times of going into pawn shops and finding those old NES just Nintendo games for like three dollars a piece? How about I do? Uh, I was looking for Tech Mobile. Yes, and finding something that you don't know what it's like. You're just looking at the picture and go, I'll hope this is good, and paying three dollars for it and taking it home. That is something that. Our children will never have blowing through to the blowing the cartridge, <laughs> mainly because we'll never have children together. But also that my children won't have it because you won't have children because you your narrow urethra, um, <laughs> urethra Franklin. I love her. R e s p e c t. R i p. R i p. Um, Enrique. Yes, Enrique. Sir. Why do you have a scratch on your nose? It's nothing too interesting, sadly. Tell me. It was involved a cat, no doubt. Not a cat woman. This is the thing. You can make something not too interesting somewhat interesting if you work at it. I can make anything interesting. Okay, go ahead. Let you tell the story that's not too interesting and see if Jerry can make it interesting and go. All right. Uh, basically, we went to, I forget where we went, a couple of days ago memory uh, loss you've been drinking alcohol in an extreme degree pause i got this okay <laughs> I, feel, I feel it was uh denison they had to go clean some carpets over there okay and as soon as we came back well, well i was looking for we get we get home and i'm looking for my cat my cat's like oh you, you guys are all home it's like well my cat's like slightly blind so i'm like you know what? I'm going to try to scare her. So I kind of just sneak right behind her. I'm just creepily just coming up to her. Why, why is it creepily? Because she doesn't like me. She, anytime like she knows I'm there, she just runs. She bolts. So it's it's basically a creepy manner for her. Like, just Creepy is never a good way to go. Like, just... Say hello to your cat. Please no. continue. No. <laughs> so I'm just creeping up to the cat. I'm reaching my hands out in an ominous way, ready to grab her. And I just slam my hands down on her. And she freaks out. I was like, what? <laughs> I'm breaking her up. And she's like, just playing it around. She clips my nose. She scratches and- your nose. So. I come back from a small Texas town, Denison, mm-hmm. which is notable for having the Doc Holiday Festival every year. R.I.P. And while I come home, I see my feline, which suffers from visual acuity difficulties. And I decide to approach rather stealthily upon my disabled cat. Because I'm a deviant and I enjoy scaring felines. And as I approach said cat and grapple with it, I grab it and hoist it upward. She begins to flail about. And before I know it, she has scratched 
my nose in such a manner to indicate that I should release said cat. My body is telling me no. <laughs> Let it go. But I don't. And instead, this cat you hold on. has scarred me for life. It scratches about. My nose will never be the same. Your nose is askew. I will forever bear this scar <laughs> of my improper actions towards this cat. This gato. El gato. Of extreme, stoic, and yet introverted cat that I own and feed. You scared it. I scared a cat and it scratched my nose. That's basically, that's all you had to say. You told like a 20 minute story. You scared a cat. It scratched your nose. That nose is awful. Please look away. (laughs) And it it caused you great harm. Why would you... Why are you creepily... Doing anything. Anything. Why? Here's the thing. From Mm. here on out, whenever you think to yourself, what I'm doing is creepy, stop. That's what I do. Anytime I think... Never get on Twitter. This is creepy. I stop. And I say to myself, Jerry, no I need. Said to myself, Stop it. What a wonderful R.I.P. <laughs> Louis. C.K. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't know who sings that Armstrong. song. Armstrong. Armstrong, exactly. <laughs> That's what I meant to say. We're going to talk about a game. A game that requires you to have a phone and that phone to be highly educated. That is Smartphone Eek. I'm by sending my phone to uni. Cosmo Kramer. Drome Games and Arcane Wonders. Now, Smartphone Inc. All right, so keeping with our last podcast, I'm doing an advert now. We're going to switch to an ad because we need to do ads before we do stuff. And I think ads are what's going to propel us to greatness. It's obvious that you're not going to do it. I don't know what you're talking about. We need to start doing ads. I said on the last podcast. Sermaple.com. The Gateway Network. The Gateway Network. Those are the people that we're associated with loosely. (laughs) Loosely. And I say loosely because we could lose them at any time. I'm not saying that Tim. What's what's Tim's name? The guy. Colinich. Colinich at Sermaple is a bad guy. I don't know him personally. Is it Brian or Ryan? I don't know the guy. Ryan. Brian. Brian? Brian was the ex. Brian. Ryan at the Gamecasters. The Gamecasters. Also, let's see. What other podcasts are on there? Sheer Boredom. Sheer Boredom. won't board you. Has a YouTube? YouTube. Yay! 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 But I'm not advertising for them because... I'm advertising, like, we need to start doing advertisements to show people that we can advertise, like the Gateway Network. So the Gateway Network is a great network. Say you have a podcast. The Gateway Network. Say you have a podcast. And maybe you're... I have a podcast. You're a middle-aged man. I'm a middle-aged man. And down in the basement, you spend a lot of many hours working on said podcast. 
And while you're down there, after you come home, why is it got to be in the basement? It's go, dark and dank. You go down well, to the basement, and it's very dank. Well, I don't want to be in the dank basement. And as you, that's what usually like thirty old men live. Listen, I don't. There's no basements in this area. Listen, I'm trying Might to well, appeal. The to The basements are a northeastern thing. I'm trying to appeal to the northeastern demographic. <laughs> okay, please silence. <laughs> And so as you're working on your, your podcast... For those of you in Detroit area, listen up. Your wife comes down and says, Daryl, like, you need to come up. Like, what are you doing? You need to come upstairs and be with your children. I've been painting minis. But you're busy, like, creating content. <laughs> content and creator, you, babe. You've got a microphone, and you've got Audacity, which you've pirated. I've been twitching all day. And you're trying to build your brand, because you think that's what's going to propel you from your job. At working at you're in Detroit, so you're working at the Ford factory. Sure, obviously the assembly line. I've been putting lug nuts on this car all day, Daryl. But, but my real passion lies in twitching. Daryl wants to get out of this, and so he, he, he works on his podcast all day long. I mean, how many lug nuts can you put on the car? And he thinks to himself, "If only there was a network for <laughs> mediocre content creators that I could associate." Who else posts on Twitch? The gamecaster is Ryan. He posts on Twitch. Is it Brian or Brian? If he could post his podcast with other mediocre uh, entities, Ryan's wife Natalie, who the star of the show. I don't know her. Is she on the show? Jeff. Oh, listen. Don't give me a freaking start on. Jeff. I don't like Jeff mainly because there's reasons. So, <laughs> do you, you like any Jeff? You, really? You ask yourself, like Daryl. He like goes upstairs. He sent an email to the Gateway Network saying, "Can I be a part of the network?" Daryl's like, "I'm exhausted. I'm, I'm like, this is the last straw. Like, I'm I'm yearning for something to give my life meaning." And he finds out about the Gateway Network. He's like, "I've been twitching for a long time. This might be my ticket. This is my ticket." Out he of goes here. upstairs and he finds a note from his wife that says, "I'm leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken the children. I've taken the children." Don't laugh. <laughs> this is, this is <laughs> she says, I've taken the children and I'm going elsewhere. You you have fun with your Twitch channel. You spend too much time. And Daryl's like, oh, frack her. I never liked her anyway. He's like, you know. The children were an accident. Everybody knows that. I should be able to now create content. I've been playing Call of Duty like nobody's business. So he goes back down and he starts creating content. He goes back down there. And he submits it to the Gateway Network. And the now Gateway he Network. fills the and hole. Then, and but Brian's like, well, I don't know. This isn't really like board game. I mean, this is, he's been twitching Call of Duty. Doesn't this matter. Dear Brian doesn't care. Brian has no morals. And he, he realizes but that. But he has... So many listen, so many viewers. Tens yeah. of them. Tens of them. He's got tens and of so, them. Now Daryl's able to submit his work, and he fills that hole that was left by his family, his wife leaving him, and he is now part of a community that actually means something. The GatewayNetwork.com. We shout each other out. We're like, hey, check out Daryl. So if you are a mediocre, recently divorced podcaster... And you're looking for a place for your content to be displayed, please contact is it Ryan or Brian? Ryan. Brian. Ryan. Gatewaynetwork.com. And you can be a part of something great. There are such people as the board game critic. They have a podcast. The McMeeples, they're on Instagram. I know them. Smash up guy. He's on Instagram. I don't know him either. Mr. Board Gamer. 
Sheek out gaming. Sheek out YouTube and Instagram. Okay, I, I'm on, I'm I'm literally on the GatewayNetwork.com as I speak. Where are we? Meeple mentor. We are bad we? board game covers. No, They're on Instagram. I don't. Where I don't are see we? Our, I'm scrolling scroll down. Why? We're not on here. You know what? We're not on here. We're not on there. Did we Frack get kicked you, Ryan? We're not on here. So I t- I'm on. I am literally on the GatewayNetwork.com. I'm scrolling. We have McMeeple's top of the table being friends, board game critic, cheek out, board game. We can't we're find not, him. We're not on here. Listen, Brian. Why are we not on here, Jerry? Brian. 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 We're coming for you. Ryan, Brian, Jeff, Nadley. You have. St- Why are we not on the homepage of the Gateway Network? You, you know what? Because we're too. I'm, I'm done. We're out of I'm it. I'm so done. We're burning. We this sent place you down. the. We sent you our picture of our our logo. Why do, are we not on here? Do not go to. Charity board gamer, fantasy and some flight, cheer boredom. Nobody likes charity. Better half reviews, a couple games. I don't know any of these people. Meeple people comedy on YouTube. These sound like degenerates. Oh my God. Listen. This is a trick. I don't know why we're not on there. Why are we advertising for people? Okay. We're not even in the network, apparently. Cut all this. Brian, you're dead to us. And we are forever. (laughs) Jeff. Tom, give us a call. We're available for the Dice Tower Network. The Dice Tower, brought to you by Cool... No, no, who are they on with? Game Nerds. GameNerd.com. We love you, Tom. Tom and Z. I love hats. And Sam... Mike Delizio. Delizio. Ben Maddox. Ben Maddox, come on our show. We are of the... No, we're not necessarily of the Dice Tower. But we like... We are not opposed to the Dice Tower <laughs> Network. To some members. And we're going to talk about a game that has been recommended by a Dice Tower Network member. A very big member. Smartphone Why are you giggling? Hello, nurse. So, Mike Delisio, years back. The bigger the member, the harder the fall. He kept talking about Smartphone Inc. I like Smartphone Inc. Wouldn't shut up about it. I, I he Mike rarely shuts up about stuff. <laughs> uh, he's one of these people that I'm glad. Like, you know, you have to reinvent yourself. Like, you're a teacher and you're teaching young minds, and then you realize my passion's not here. My passion is unboxing board games. <laughs> and so you quit your job as an Indiana. Is it Indiana? Was he from Indiana? I think it was Indiana. Originally, yeah, but he quits his job. Now teaching, he's in Homestead, Florida. And he goes down the floor. He moves his wife. With the wife, rest of them. His wife's like, I don't want to go. And he's like, no, listen, you have to support like, me. Tiffany, come on. We come on, go. Tiffany. Come on. Tiff. Gotta go. Do you think he calls her Tiff? Tiff. He calls her Tiff. Do you think so? Yeah, and then he also go, attends the Toronto International Film Festival. Does he? <laughs> like, rates movies as well. Does he really? I think so. So, anyways, Mike Delisio, who is a fan of this show, he loves the show. This loves is his, us. His Listens to every podcast, episode. His favorite podcast. <laughs> Smartphoneinc.com. <laughs> no, 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 maybe type in smartphoneinc.com. See what pulls up, just in case. Just in case. We've got to do some business here. Okay. Smartphone Inc. If you, which is Dice Tower seal of something. I can't see it from here. Enrique, look at that and read that on smartphone. There's a box on the box. Can you look at smartphone ink and read what, look, turn it around. You have to get up from your chair and turn the box around. Does it say Dice Tower on the front of the box? Buy or lease this domain today. Get it. 
Smartphone Inc. What does it say? Is that excellent? The Dice Tower Seal of Excellence. Oh, Tom gave it a excellence. It's not good. It's not great. Excellent. 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 It's fine. It. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, Smartphone Inc. is a game. Oh, really? That one would play. Thanks for tuning in, folks. If you like, if you had a beard and you were very, what's the word I'm looking for? Not, not, you kind of like you're the man of the town. Like, you kind of like, you, you wear blazers to places. And you wear, like. Button-up shirts. Your shirts have buttons. You have lots of hair and you, like, pull it up into, like, a, like a ponytail. Well, you can, like behind you. Like a man bun. A man bun. Would you have a man bun if you had hair? Would you ever? If I had hair and I like let it grow out, no, I would never do a man bun. Enrique, are you pro man bun or anti man bun? I can do a man. Oh well, I'm okay with a man. You're okay, but you're nonchalant about it. It's just I'm like, not a man bun. Guy. I, I wouldn't personally wear a man bun because I wouldn't look good. At it. I like big buns, and I cannot lie. Oh, I think that man buns say I have a lot of hair. This hair is not falling. It's braggadocious. Out. And it's so much that I choose to it's wrangle like, it. Well, it's like I, I don't even care to style it. I have so much hair, I don't even care to style it. Honey, what are you doing? I'm just putting my hair up in a bun, and I'm going. So, what was I saying? Smartphone Inc. is a game that that type of person would enjoy. The type of person that has so much in excess... That you would be able to appreciate it because to really enjoy smartphone ink, you must have an excess of friends, particularly at least, is it five? Yes. Five. Because smartphone ink as a, as a two player game is meh. As a th- three player game, it's okay. It's okay. And a four player game? I don't know. We haven't played it. We don't have another person that is our friend. <laughs> no one no one enjoys playing. Bubba, come back. Bubba, Bubba, R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> no, no, actually, it's his eyes. He had eye surgery. He did have eye surgery. I didn't know that. Well, it's because your microphone's off. Um, <laughs> but, my, yeah, Bubba had eye surgery. It was something to do. Now, he has an, a very complicated eye issue that he told me once. Uh, some, something happened to his cornea. Really? Yes. It wasn't detached, was it? A tear. That's a retina. He had a cornea tear. Cornea tear. Uh, yeah, so he had to get that fixed. Bubba has issues with his eyes. I don't I'm know. cornea fused. That was highly inappropriate, and you will be canceled for making <laughs> Poor fun Bubba. of my dear friend Bubba and his eyes. Bubba eye don't care. He, he, gave me, he gave me his... Uh, no, he didn't. He gave me his blessings no, no, for that act, joke. I called him and said, Bubba, he said, can we make fun of your disability? He said, and he said, no. Are you okay? And I said, yeah. I want to no. say, I wanna say I'm, I've got a joke about being cornea fused. He He's didn't like, say that's that. good. No. Go ahead. Bubba didn't say that. He's like, and, that's solid. Anyway. Smartphone Inc., which is a darling by Mr. Mike Delicious, Delicio. He loves this game. He keeps talking about Designer it. Ivan? Ivan the Red. Lation. Lation. What else is Ivan? Uh, I'm looking. Look at Skytopia? Don't know it. <gasps> furnace! He did Furnace? Yes, he did. Wow. And if you remember, and our fans will appreciate that like three episodes ago <laughs> when we talked about Furnace, I told you that this guy made Furnace. And you completely forgot because you have a 
deficient vitamin <laughs> V. Vitamin V? Vitamin, v? vitamin v? v. I, however, am not deficient in Jack Daniels. No, no, Because no. you keep giving me this. <laughs> Why? I'm plying you with the rum. <laughs> That's cheap rum. Your wife, what's that cheap rum? How dare you talk about that? Go ahead. It's very cheap. Smartphone Smartphone Inc. Inc. is a game. Let me do an advertisement for it. Because Arcane Wonders might be a sponsor one day. Do you have a phone? Is your phone a little slow? Of course not. Because you're not that type of person. You have a smartphone. Have you ever wondered what it would take to run a business selling phones? Of course you have. Because you're like me. You're an entrepreneur. You're a venture capitalist. You know about these things. You think to yourself, what would it be like to manipulate the world market to bring my type of phone to the world that may or may not have spyware, that may or may not be tracking you, that may or may not be harvesting your data so that we could sell it to my friend Zuckerberg. Well, in Smartphone Inc., that's exactly what you're doing. You're utilizing your tablet of power, which are these little two tablets, overlaying them so that you can then decide what type of actions and the power for which you can take. And then over a series of rounds, you're able to expand your empire to the various far reaches of the world, develop technology and sell your products to various areas of the world. That is Smartphone Inc. An action selection uh, worker, not worker placement, it's more like area influence game that requires you to think so far ahead into the future, but yet at the same time, be able to manipulate markets, setting the prices for your phone, being able to invade to influence certain areas of the world, being able to perhaps price out your competitors. Smartphoneinc.com. No, it's a good... Don't go to .com. There's no .com. <laughs> I'm sorry. I keep saying that. Why is everything .com? Uh, it's commercialism. It, it's a excellent game. It's a good game at two. It's a good game at three. And it's only a good game because of the smoothness of the actions. And I love, love, love at the top of the board of this game. It tells you these are the actions. You can go through them. It starts off like this. It starts off like that. And you just simply go through the actions of the game. Each round. This is the actions. How many rounds are there? There's five. There's five rounds. Turn, my, turn Enrique's oh, mic off. Why do you keep turning his mic off? Do you not he like him? He does some nose breathing every now and then. Yeah, every, I do. So listen, why so do you breathe every, through your nose? I, I, because I don't really breathe through my mouth as often as... So you're not a mouth breather? I am not. Or, Gobby, why do you have a problem with him breathing through the appropriate orifice? As long as it doesn't come through the microphone, I'm good. And I and I feel like I breathe too heavy as well. You are a you're, heavy breather. As for, as for a young man and as healthy as you are, you do breathe heavily through your nose. He is not healthy. Yeah, he has no a horseshoe kidney. <laughs> he eats only cheese horseshoe, and chicken. Horseshoe. Horseshoe. And bacon. What did I say? And bacon. I don't know what it sounded weird. Horseshoe. Horseshoe. Yeah. So yeah, smartphone kidney. has an excellent 
I I don't know. If, I hate to say smoothness of the game. There's no. I don't know the terminology. I'm not good with words. Here's the term. At the top of the game board, it tells you. Okay, we're gonna start here. This step. This step. This step. Step. How many steps are in this game? Let me. Let Eight me, to ten. Uh, six. I don't know. Six. Okay. There's six steps in the game. Don't trust Enrique. He top lies. Of, the board. The board of this game tells you what to do. Yes, you can move the thing along, but mostly you're just going to be like, okay, so we're going to start here and go there. This game is excellent. And it's excellent at two-player, even though it doesn't really give you the full, like, fighting each other for locations. It's good at three-player. Jerry and Enrique fought fought for locations in this game. I did my own thing in this game. I like, you know what? Jerry and Enrique are fighting over here. I'm going to the USA. I'm going way over here. I'm going to my own business. Can I, can I interject? Sure, go ahead. Because you're just talking and nobody cares. I'm not. Um, you know what? Fuck <laughs> you. That's not that nobody cares. It's no, just you, that, well, what, are you going to say something amazing? I am, actually. Okay, go ahead. Smartphone Inc.'s aesthetic is what you're trying to talk aesthetic. about. Aesthetic. Yes. You can't even say the word right. Not only is the artwork and the simplicity of this game very apparent, the double layered board where you're amazing. Perfect. Perfect. The what I thought when I first read the rule book was a gimmick where you have these two tablets, so to speak, that you overlay and those dictate how powerful your actions will be. I thought that was stupid. Richard Potatoes. I thought it was stupid when I first saw it. I thought this is just a gimmick. No, that is actually a very a part, uh, very main part of the game. It's the main action. It's a very inventive. I, I really appreciate that, and I think that is really where Smartphone Inc. kind of segregates itself out from the rest of the action selection games. So what I'm talking about is these little six by six little tablets that you're given that are double-sided, that you're to overlay, and they expose the various little actions that you can do. So you're covering up actions, and you're exposing actions, and they dictate how many phones you're going to produce and how strong the actions are going to be for that round. That is a beautiful mechanism. Instead of just allowing the players to just choose the actions, to allow them to be able to manipulate this little personal player board, perfect. The double-layered board where you're setting all your pieces, perfect. The overlay at the top that Gobby is talking about that shows which which uh, round, not round, but which area of the game that you're in, perfect. Everything about this game is very clean. It's very minimal. There's not a lot of fancy artwork. It's just very fluid. It's kind of like, well, you know what? I remember what Steve Jobs was talking about. Uh, he gave a lecture once about Apple and when he designed uh, kind of the interface with Apple and the various products that they were producing at the time. He said when he was in college, he took a calligraphy class. He said he just dropped out for a year, did what he wanted to do, and he took a calligraphy class where he appreciated the various fonts and how something can be so minimal but yet be so very attractive. And he said that was really what drove him later in life to produce things with iPhones and various other Apple products that were very simple, very streamlined, very clean. 
Whereas I'm an Android fan myself, as you can tell from my voice, uh, where I enjoy having a bunch of little, you know, bits and pieces and complicated things that are, you know, irritating. But at the same time, iPhones are made for people who like this very streamlined, very clean, very simple interface. That's what Smartphone Inc. is like. It's like the apple of board gaming. It's very attractive. Very well done. Not overproduced. But there are player trays, little plastic player trays with the various other little little, uh, pieces. Each of them having their own purpose. Everything about this game seems like it would be very complicated. But it's a very simple rule set. But yet... The game lends itself to be very complicated because what you're doing is trying a a little bit of everything. You're trying to have a little bit of area control. You're trying to have a little bit of area uh, of of action selection. You're having a little bit of what are the technologies that I need to sell. There's a little bit of take that where I invade an area that you're at and I start selling phones at a cheaper price than you. The only problem that I have with Smartphone Inc., you got to have a lot of friends. I think that this game does not truly shine with just two players or three players. I think it really you need four or five for it to really set off. And we don't have another friend because Bubba, as we spoke about earlier, he is now going blind. Not blind. He's getting he's getting hard of seeing. He's, he's visually handicapped at this very moment. And so because our group is just of three players... And Smartphone Inc., I think, really lends itself to having four or five players. I think five is the best. I think if you max this game out, and you, it has tons of replayability because the various powers that you get when you research for, uh, the various features of your uh, cell phones give you an edge, and those can be randomized, as if certain areas on the board randomize with the... Um, what do you call it? Retail spaces? I think this game lends itself to repayability. What I'm saying is, if you have a large board gaming group and you appreciate replayability, Smartphone Inc. is excellent. I've not played it solo or with the uh, Steve. Steve, which would be a job to play, I think. <laughs> See that pun? I got it. I got it. I did, you didn't laugh. I'm sure uh, that was funny. Second joke of mine. You that was at. funny. Your job is host is to make me feel welcome and to <laughs> laugh at my dumb jokes. I think that smartphoning for us as a player group is good. It's enjoyable. Enrique, I would be fast, not really fascinated, but I would, I would be able to take a drink of my Jack Daniels if you would talk for a moment. So I would very much like for you to talk. What would you like me to talk about? Tell me <laughs> what your thoughts Perhaps are. Perhaps the game's Smartphone Inc. and oh. your thoughts on how it plays and did you enjoy it or not? I enjoyed the, the game thoroughly. Even though I was kind of rocky at, at the very beginning because it was like... You were Sylvester Stallone? <laughs> but mainly I was rocky. I turned your mic off. Because he's chewing ice. You're yes, chewing he's ice. chewing ice into the microphone. Go ahead, Jerry. Uh, Enrique. I was going to say, like, there's no way I could be confused with Jerry. With Jerry. But mainly, the game itself was very smooth. I, I believe it was 
had a lot of interconnection. It it played with other mechanics of of, of itself, where it complemented. Like you needed certain upgrades to uh, drive your front price even higher, because there was only a couple of companies of where you can of where only certain countries of where where they would buy your phone for like two, three. You're losing me. I will interject here because I know what you're talking about. When me and Gobby played two player, we completely stayed away from each other. But when this three player game, I decided that I would invade Enrique's territory. So the really the player interaction of this game is being able to go into another player's area, lower the price of your cell phones because turn order matters in this game and sell your cell phones for a cheaper price in their area and thus get steal from them and victory li- points. And I like the pl- the the player order as well. It's like you only go first if your prices are lower than your than your opponent. There's a lot going on in this game. So not, to start there's not a lot. Going there's on no, there's a lot there's going There's not. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's not a lot. You, you are blowing this out of proportion. You're being radical right now. And you need to step it down a little bit. There's not a lot going on. This game is very there's, easy to teach. You learned it. You set it up. You know so what? it's you know, not I was a lot. Say something, just forget it. Okay. Just forget it. I'm done. I'm done. I'm you should be done. Stick a fork in you. Because you don't know what you're talking about. Mike Delistio said this game is great. How dare you go against Mike? How dare you? How dare you? Dare you? Do you like? It's this? a good game. It's good. It's not excellent. No. Dice Tower says it's excellent. I don't agree with that How because dare, the, how dare the, you? The excellence of this game is very player dependent. <gasps> I agree. Don't tell anybody that. I don't want to hurt my this, feelings. In this game of a three-player game, we all start off very close. We all start off super close to each other in our initial territories. Which were very close then to I, group. I went far away from everyone else. Because, because you I didn't like wanna, that. I didn't want to negotiate with you. You were antisocial. You went to the West. Enrique and East. Jerry were fighting over locations. We were dying. Meanwhile, I was doing my own thing. I won this game by one point. Jerry and Enrique were constantly fighting over territories. This is a three player game. If you have a five player game, it will not allow you the ability to do that. You will have to fight over locations. And the fighting over locations happens when you are shipping, not not shipping. Uh, when you're selling. Big, well, selling your products. Selling yeah. your products. So my point being is that this game ex this game's excellent is probably dependent on the player count. It, it so, definitely is. With that, do you think that, that takes away from the game's beauty? Because it requires a certain amount of players. Well, at a, at that's a three, a, at that's a, three, a deep subject. At a three-player game, it was an average game. It was kind of like it's something to just kind of play, not really get too. But serious. it didn't get the dice tower seal of average. It got the dice tower seal of excellence. Yeah, but like dice tower. Am I the only one that liked this game? I thought we were having fun. It was a fun game, but it would be even better with more people. Correct. If only we had friends. And I bet you Dice Tower had like a bunch of people. Because there's like, tons of friends at the Dice Tower. Yeah. There's so mine. Of course they would like there's give it Christy. an excellent mark on it because it is a it is a There's Tom. It's a very good game. Who? It's five rounds of 
eight phases in each round and those phases that sounds alike a lot but they go through very quickly mm, there's mike there's eight phases to each round there's, there's five rounds there's z and by the time you're done it's just it's a very quick playing game sam is no longer there depending on how many people you have there's jason levine we played three player this time and we purposely and roy purposely set each other up Close to each other. Suzanne. So then Jerry and Enrique ended up fighting over spots. We did. because we And fight. I went away from them and did my own thing. As you should. But in a five-player gl- game, you wouldn't be allowed that luxury. You yes. literally said that a minute ago, I think. No, I did not say you, you would. Didn't. I did not say luxury. You didn't say luxury. So Dude. in a five-player game, which think? I think this is the, a five-player game is what this should be played at. Four or five, no less. What do you consider a luxury? What is your definition of a luxury? I say to you. I inquire you. I don't know. Inquire you? Inquire? Is that a word? Query? Query? Query is a word. A luxury, I would assume, is something that you don't necessarily need. But it's something that makes something luxurious. And if I think of luxurious, I think of something that is very just overwrought with not just fashion, but with comfort. It's not a necessity, right? Yes. Okay. I don't think that you need necessarily need five players to enjoy smartphone ink. I think you need at least three or four. At least three. Correct, and you say least like it's a bad thing. You're using least like it's a pejorative. No, it is. No, li- literally, you need at least three to enjoy this game. I played this to the game. Level for that. I played this game with three players, and I enjoyed it. And I am the most luxurious person here, except you. You tend to really enjoy comfort. I do enjoy my you, comforts, and your comforts are not that great. What do you mean by you that? You are great. What do you mean by that? I think you're a great person. What do you mean by that? You're great in size. You're great in personality. You're great in. But what do you mean by that? You know I think that the things that you enjoy are not necessarily luxurious. You like Velveeta cheese, and you like uh, things that are not necessarily luxurious. You like things that are a lot of. You like quantity, not necessarily luxury. You don't know me. I I do know you. I am the most. I, yes, I know you more you than anybody. You don't expect I've stared into your soul, and I know you better than you know yourself. Smartphone Inc., incredible components. Incredible board. All the little game trays that they come with all serve a purpose. They're great. The gameplay is like one of the, I love a game. It's smooth. That tells you this is what we're and it's on the board. We're starting here. We're going there. These are what's going to happen in these turns. Smartphone does that. It does it. Does it great? There's no player aids, which I I don't need it. Every aid. game should have player aids nope. unless it is explicitly nope told on the board. I am anti aid. You're an idiot. I think if you don't, if you need an aid. Player aid should be in every game unless it's very clear and explained on the main board. It's explained. A smartphone don't need. A smartphone aid. does not need a player aid. And I think that aids are for the weak and those with weak bloodlines. Well, you're an idiot. Do you need an aid? 
I always need AIDS. Smartphone Inc. does not need an aid because it's an excellent aid on the board. Here I am with people who need aid. And I do not feel like there is aid. You're just not. I'm not rendering aid to you. I'm not going to. Although I did in Smartphone Inc. I said this thing here you should do because it's probably going to help you. And you did it. And yet you barely won. I would give this game a 7 out of 10. Wow. That's high. Enrique, rate it please. With an arbitrary number that you're just literally pulling out of the middle. Because we need to rate them. Because people, because that's what people love. People love ratings. I don't it, know why. It's at a three-player game. It's is a seven out of ten. Okay, that's so, his lowest rating yet. Yeah, everything's a ten to him because he it's has eight or nines. He has no values. Um, I won't rate this game. Rate it. I'm not going. Rate it. I refuse to. Rate it. Because I'm trying to get on the Dice Tower. Rate I'm going to leave you behind. It's an excellent game. Because Dice Tower excellent. says Excellent. Oh, that's an eight at least. That Dice Tower says it's excellent. And Mike Delicioso says it's excellent. So I'm trying to get on the Dice Tower. I'm going to be the next member of the Dice Tower. You watch. They're going to. I'm, I'm, I'm checking my email right now. <laughs> Tom is going to email to who? Have you got who? anything? He's going to email me and say, Jerry. This is him typing. Dearest Jerry. Please leave behind the Gateway Please Network. stop harassing me. Ryan does not Ryan does not like you. That's I have just, received it, several emails. Is it Ryan or Brian? From the members of the Gateway Network saying you are a horrible person. We do not notice the board games Tom's are on the website. Perhaps <laughs> because you are too radical. On the main page you don't even appear on the Gateway Network. Why does Tom have a British <laughs> accent? I do not know. It doesn't matter. Hello. Either way, please Welcome come to the join us and take Sam's spot. Fiddle faddle, fiddle faddle. Yours truly. Yours truly. Thomas. Mike. Delizio. V. Vassal. Vassal. <laughs> That's okay. going to do it for us. <laughs> That's going to do it for this. Rid- I'm g- out of here. Ridiculous podcast Find of Smartphone Inc. at Dicetower.com. I'm Gobby. This is Jerry. This is Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.